Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor. Today we're talking music, we're talking movies, and we're going to want you to take this small chronic break right along with us. Let's get to it. Black Panther out in the theaters uh, Friday. They crushed it. Oh, no, it was Thursday it started, and 25 million first day? Yeah. Yeah, crushing it. Like They had like 192 for the weekend. It's Oh, they already made their money back from the yeah, budget. The most made by a black director in an opening weekend Ooh. and it's number two all time um, releases out of the Marvels number two to the Avengers which of course it was the Avengers that's, that's insane because leading up to it you have not heard about Black Panther that much and I know that he ties into the uh, Marvel Universe very he- heavily because of his connection to Captain America with the um, vibranium and uh, the fact that he's uh, hosting um, Captain America's buddy um, Bucky Larson uh, while he's uh a fugitive just hiding yeah. out there getting him helping get uh, his mind better and um i knew he was connected to the avengers and he's going to be in the infinity wars uh coming up uh that's coming out this year in may uh, my birthday shout out to my birthday um <laughs> but uh yeah he's it's huge black panther didn't get any hype going leading into this and no one ever talks about it and it kind of gets downplayed but he's a pretty important marvel character yeah i'm glad that they made the movie i'm glad that they have a pretty much all black cast and my blackness wanted to go out and support the movie in its first weekend and, su- and support those sales. I wanted to be oh, yeah. one of that, you know, I wanted to give them my $50 at the movie theater to go see that <laughs> shit. You know how much it costs nowadays. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad that they had the success that they did. They had the most pre-sale tickets as far as from what I heard as well, oh, yeah. like leading into the movie. Yeah. Here's why I didn't go see the movie, though, this first weekend. And this is a problem I have in this house. Whenever I hear... The general say, ooh, I want to see that too. I don't ever get to see the damn movie because it takes much longer to coordinate when I'm going to see it with her and then the kids or if someone else is going to go because now it becomes a date thing. And then by the time we get to go, the shit's out of the movie theater. Do you have that problem? Like, I mean, I, I know I can't be the only person that has this problem because I could watch it on my own and be good. But once she wants to watch something with me, she says, wait until... We can watch it together. We don't ever get to watch it together. Uh, my wife hates the movies. She doesn't like going to movie theater and she doesn't like sitting through movies. So I have a hard time getting free time because I got so much other stuff I'm doing for the free time I get. I always have to sacrifice one thing for another. Finding two hours of free time with the baby and her to break away to go watch it. To her, it's like, well, why are you going to go like without me? or like, You don't even watch movies anyway. You don't like it. You don't care. Yeah, but still, you're going to be gone for... I mean, I've been gone for longer times than that, but... Yeah, I just have a hard time breaking away to do it myself. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I haven't been to the movies with my family, but when we get a chance to go to the movies, we end up watching a kid's movie, not the movie that me and her had planned on watching. So then it comes out on Netflix or, you know, you get it on Amazon, <laughs> that kind of thing. And I it's still not the want same it at home. And it's not the same at home. And then still, I got to wait to watch it. Now it's the middle of blacklist season. So are we going to compromise watching possibly two episodes of Raymond Reddington to watch this movie when she normally falls asleep during movies. I don't know why she tells me to wait for her to watch movies, but she does. My black <laughs> card gets, like, it should be pulled. Bro, I still haven't seen Creed. I still <laughs> so, haven't seen Creed because she was like, I want to see that. Don't watch it without me. Bro, it's free on Hulu now. Yeah, just you turn know it on. I, mean? I would just turn it on. And then why would you walk in the door? Just turn it on. Hey, babe, Creed's on. And sit there and watch. Now you gotta drop everything and be on my schedule, my time. Ambush. <laughs> I'm just, just flicking through channels and it's there. Yeah. That's a problem. That was a well directed movie as well. 
Creed. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Ryan Coogley's done well since Fruitvale Station, Creed, and then now Black Panther. Increased budget each time, breaking records. Uh, he's given little, and he's done much with little that he's got for each one of his budgets. And this big budget now, I think, is hats off to him for doing a great job. And I mean, they executed that thing to the T, and they were on point with the budget. They didn't go over budget that I, that I heard. So I think that's really, it's really huge to, to get something like that. Because them budgets be going quick, man. As soon as you get on the, on the set and the clock starts running, then you get taxed by the, the studios. Like, they want their stuff now. Be 50% complete by this time or we're taking budget money away for allocation to something else. So you got to be on point with your stuff. And, and Ryan Cooley is just a professional when it comes to all that. Former football player. He played really? college football St. Mary's. And then when St. Mary's shut the program down, went to Sac State. And then um, he didn't make the NFL, so he went to USC Film School. And the rest is history. Good for him. Pretty good receiver, too, in, in college. He has some good numbers. I mean, he didn't have Ozzy numbers, but he did pretty good. <laughs> Shameless plug. Always. <laughs> yeah, but I think, uh, he, I mean, this guy had a bright future ahead of him. I mean, there's so many talented uh, black actors that are coming up, too. And uh, I would like to see him break into a mainstream sort of role where he can take his talent as a black director and then not become about him being a black director, but we all in the back of our minds know he's a black director, and go out there and produce movies or direct movies that are just, like, groundbreaking Across the genres, I think I'd be huge wrong. I think that Black Panther hopefully will be that movie, that, that movie, that catapult. Just, oh, I yeah. think, I think they went with the all black cast, the majority black cast, because it needs it for the comic yeah. and the character. But he's this puts him mainstream now. Oh yeah. So I think I, I think he, he's up there now. And he's not even verified on on Instagram yet. He's not. No. <laughs> You're verified on Instagram. Yeah, well, I, I ran around for a living for a while, so people kind of knew. Yeah. You've been <laughs> yeah. doing some things. Yeah, he posted pictures. Yeah, that's him. That's, that's that thing. But yeah, shout out his name again. I still don't know. Uh, Ryan Coogley. Yes, yes. O G L E Y. There it is. Yeah. Director of Black Panther, man, and, and oh, yeah. the movie. Number two all time Avengers openers. That's a big deal. Marvel is huge. You know, you get behind, I mean, to get a budget with Marvel, to be able to direct the film for Marvel, it sets your career on a different path. Definitely. So I, I'm, I can't see him doing anything small from this point on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, A-list money now. Oh yeah, that's Huge. what we trying to get. Huge. Hit us up. I'm down to be an extra. <laughs> Top producers, beat makers. Are we going all time? Or are we gonna just go like currently? Uh, I would say just some favorites of, of our genre. I would say things that people would know. Notable people of the '80s, '90s, 2000s. Is anybody good stuff? Yeah, there's some good people out there now. There's still, I mean, there's still good music out there. It's a lot of saturation of crap, but overall, there's a lot. I think there's better production going on now than there's better lyricism. Yes, the beats right now that people are making are hella on point. Because even those mushy mouth dudes that be rapping stuff, they got some nice beats. Like that, uh, the, the dude that says uh, "Push Me to the Limit." What's it? V- Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah. The song. I like the beat to that song. I don't know what the hell he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hell he's saying I don't even know what his name means either. And that's the thing, the beat's saving a lot of these guys. Uh, yeah, people don't realize that beat alert you're like Pi Piper. Yeah. There were back in the day there were really, there were certain beats that I felt like they could just be an instrumental and they would still knock. When Dre did in the club for fifty cent, I thought oh, yeah. that beat could just knock by itself. No lyrics. The li- but the lyrics added to it, of course. It was a dope yeah, track. Because how many times have you certain people put that on their little uh background? Uh-huh. That's been background of so many things. Oh yeah. Um, so well, I'll start there. Dre, one of the best to ever do it. He Quincy Jones of hip hop when it comes to the beat makers. Oh uh, yeah. But then there are other guys that are right on his heels that have made creative sounds, not just in hip hop but everywhere. Timbaland, one of my favorites. Tim- I was gonna say Timbaland. 
Um, I don't want to go Tim through. Tim and Missy Elliott, that whole group, they just, they, they, they were dominant. Yeah. They were dominant. They were, they was, it was so dominant that people like Justin Timberlake would gravitate right towards Timberland. And Justin Timberlake became him, who he is now because of Timberland's beats, I believe. Yep. And and Pharrell. Pharrell. Because Pharrell and the Neptunes laced uh, Timberlake up with a gang of, tr- gang of fire. And everybody else, you know, Pharrell's still doing his thing. Mustard on the beat. Hope. <laughs> He's real. I still never knew what he said until like mustard like, on the beef. Yeah, put the mustard on the beef. Yeah, I thought it always said put that on the beat, ho. Yeah, I didn't know it said mustard on the beat until someone had to tell me. I'm like, okay, that was a while ago. It's not like I just figured it out yeah. two weeks ago. So don't judge me. Beats by the pound cranked out music more and more and more every every year, which is never ending. They were on everything. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with Beats by the pound. Battle Cat, when West Coast was really putting out some heat, Battle Cat was, was the man. Manny Fresh down south was the sound of uh, Cash Money. L- Non-hip-hop, Chainsmokers. Chainsmokers influenced by Lil Jon. Yeah. Lil Jon had crossover appeal to a lot of those guys over there, like Sidney Sampson, uh, Porter Robinson. Uh, these guys are all influenced by Lil Jon. Lil Jon's done a lot of collaboration with a lot of them. Like, um, what's the guy's name? I can't think of his name right now. Uh, oh, DJ Rehab. Okay. Rehab, um, uh, Aoki. Yeah. Those guys are influenced by, by Lil Jon. Lil Jon, I mean, he, I know Lil Jon probably got motivation from No Limit Records. And I mean, Down South was cracking back then. And I mean, Lil Jon made so many people famous. Yin Yang Twins are, are proteges of uh, Lil Jon. It's just yeah. never ending. Uh, Drake's producer, Fody. Yeah. Uh, he's nice too. Uh, there's a lot of good production out there. Like I said, I, I believe that there's better production than there are. I think people that are putting lyrics to those beats. Definitely. Um, I was watching something where an old school hip hop producer was was basically telling these guys, he's like, your shit should sound perfect. Yeah. <laughs> a computer did it. <laughs> it should. Yeah, you should. What's up? As what a side note, uh, Chris Stapleton is actually pretty good. That dude's amazing. With, Ju- with Justin Timberlake, that song they had? Tennessee Whiskey? Oh, uh, the one that has uh, something like saying, better to say nothing at all. Oh, yeah. The they one got- that they played on Jimmy Fallon after uh, after the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's their the new song. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, man. Chris Stapleton is, is really good. I think it's cool when you can listen to some country music and uh, have some whiskey. I think whiskey is, was made for country music. Yes. I don't listen to country music that often, but when I do, I do it with whiskey. Yeah, I listen. I I like whiskey, so now <laughs> I, I like have whiskey. to like country music a little bit more. So I have an excuse to drink my you whiskey. You just have to have the right. You have to have your white, the right white friends tell you which country music to listen to, so you're not just wasting your time or wasting good whiskey. Because right. there's a good pairing. It's it's like cheese and wine. It has to pair together. Yeah, yeah. What I learned, what I heard. No, it's true. Hey, I've been spending, I've been DJing country music now for almost 10 years. Hey, that's right. Almost. I forgot you were the foremost expert in you the know? black community on country music. That's right, I am. I am. Yeah, I am you the double ambassador. Agent. You double agent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, only, only me, I can DJ the Playboy Mansion one weekend and be at the Lakeside Rodeo the very next. I've okay. done that. <laughs> it's real. I'm John Brown with a mic in my back. <laughs> that boy everywhere. But it, yeah, they got certain songs that you know, just like any other genre, you know, like where they they got their drinking songs, they've got their line dancing songs, and then they've got their their party songs, man. And it's it's a fun genre to mess around with once you get into it, because now they're walking around with tattoos, and you know they got hip hop swag. They're not just all cowboyed up, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, the lines of music are blurring, like the gender lines are blurring. Say so what? 
it's it's cool to see all of the influences come together. And with the music working the way it is, where everybody's influenced by one another, then it's hard to hate certain people in your personal life. I yeah. think that I think that it, it, it translates for these old school parents that probably don't want their their kids liking black people. It's hard for them to say that they don't like black people when they got Snoop Dogg and Kendrick in their on their yeah. playlist. Yeah, it's hard for me to have a problem with white people or. Or certain things when I, I listen to Chris Stapleton and Florida Georgia Line, Luke Bryan. Yeah, you know it's hopefully the music, and then they're 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 and they're delivering their music in a way that you can relate to it, where they weren't doing that before. I still can't get down with Migos. I mean, they just don't, they just don't spell the name right. There's an A in there. Say Amigos. <laughs> Lazy. Put the A in there. Capitalize it. <laughs> Top producers is how that started. Bagging on Migos is how that ends. <laughs> Kelly KO on Anchor. Hit us up. I saw a funny ass, uh, a funny ass little blurb uh, on Instagram, a little picture of uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and it says Mark Zuckerberg uh, invited five of his college uh, buddies to his dorm room to talk about a business deal. Only two showed up, and they gave the names of the two guys that showed up. So this guy's worth six point five billion. This guy's worth three point seven billion. You know, having a closed mind is very expensive. That's what it said. Moral story. I like that. That's yeah. deep. And I you told never, Claudina, I was like, you never know what's out there. I told my wife that I was like, dude, that's why I always say yes to everything. Sometimes I spread myself thin, so you know, it's, it's a it's a negative and a positive. Mm-hmm. But at least I always had the opportunity to even consider every option that's out there. I can they can never say, oh, you didn't even give me time of day to even think about it. Yeah, but that's got to be hard because I get annoyed with it sometimes when I know somebody's pitching me something that's just going to be a waste of my time, I and I feel it. I, but I still try to take the, I still try to listen to it. And if, if they're good at selling it, even if I'm kind of suspect on what they're selling, if yeah. they sell it right, yeah, I might, I'll give it a chance. But I know that no one's pitching me shit like they're pitching you shit. You know what I mean? Like every day, TV show with one, like, yeah, sounds good in theory. If it works, what are you gonna bring to the table? What do I bring to the table? Uh, this is a lot of work that I could be doing for my own show, as opposed to doing your show. But consider, I consider it anyway. You know, if it could work, it'll work out. I, I get pitched so many different things. It's crazy. It's nonstop. Uh, this business opportunity. Uh, invest in this weed company. Invest in this business. I got this company going. This solar company. Uh, cell phone company coming. Uh, I mean, everything. It's ridiculous. Like, no, I don't want that at all. I don't need it. But I'd say yes at first and then let them cancel themselves out. And to your, your credit, I'm not trying to put your business in the street, but you are one of the the smarter guys that took his his money from the NFL and did other things with it. Oh yeah, shout out to Doug Cochran. Dougie, Dougie Fresh kept me from being broke. Brokeathlete.com. So it makes sense that people are pitching you things. You're a charismatic dude. You still you're good with money. You're good with business. So people are going to try to piggyback off that. It makes sense. But I I tell people no. <laughs> it, it ain't coming at me like that, dog. You know what I mean? Like I get idiot shit. I I don't want to call business idiot shit, but I got some stuff that I know is a waste of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know. It's like, come on, dog. It's never ending. The worst is the the, the weed business. There's so many people that I mean, yeah. so many potheads trying to turn businessman 
and they don't even know how to do business the proper way. You might know we, but you don't know business. And it looks like that part when you see their operating agreements and the PPMs and stuff. It's like, this doesn't even look like it. There's so many holes in this. Like, it's not, it doesn't, it's not little professional at all. Like, what are you pitching? There's a lot of fluff that you found and put together, and it's just, it's shit. Basically. Yeah. Now, that is one thing people do pitch to me a lot is weed because they know <laughs> that I adjust. That is my, that's my thing. And what I think is so funny about this is that you, have people pitching you constantly you're actually you've already gotten into the business with with a couple companies of some sort i gotta bring some i gotta bring some samples yes these sriracha potato chips that are are infused See, that's the thing i have no problems being the guinea pig (laughs) bring me your shit i'll try it (laughs) but but i'm very i'm very aware of the fact that when it comes to what i what i'm good at smoking weed DJing, production, editing, shit like that. I'm very careful about what I go. This is what I fuck with. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, this, put is, your stamp this on. is my thing right here. This is what I ride with. But that doesn't, you know, people keep throwing it at me. Let me know what you know about this uh this cartridge right here and this bat okay, the battery sucks, but the cartridge is good. Yeah. Or the cartridge has flavor, but it didn't get me as adjusted as I need to get get going. And you, you know all of the the numbers, the science, because you're sitting there actually in you're in the kitchen cooking with these motherfuckers yeah. right here. Learn so, about the whole so you're learning chemistry behind it. You're learning all of it, and you don't even adjust like that. Yeah. I do. So you're telling me all this stuff, and I just go, <laughs> "Yep, that shit works." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a good it's mix. Both sides of it. Yeah, it's a good mix. This one right man. here is synthetically pure. There's actually no artificial ingredients in this. There's no propylene glycol. Uh, the impurities are very low, combustibles are, are cleaned out of it. We run through a rotovap and you got the purest form right now. 87% THC. And uh, here, try this. 87%. Because <laughs> I'm not going to smoke it. Here, you can try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 500 milligram square of Rice Krispie treat. 500 milligrams of THC in it. The block like that. <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> Do you need 500 milligrams? I'm your Huckleberry, homie. Let's go. Would you eat that whole thing? No, 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 no. I'm real careful with my edibles. That's all I'm saying. Why would you put 500 milligrams into a Rice Krispie treat? Because edibles, you never know. Like, for me, I'll eat, I just got a a Rice Krispie, uh, like a Fruity Pebble Rice Krispie treat over the weekend. Yeah. Somebody was like, try it. It's fire. But then my sister was in town, so I hooked my sister up with it. I didn't get to try it. But it was a good square. I probably would have broke it in half. Mm-hmm. Waited an hour or so to see where I was at. There's some edibles that I've tried that are, are very consistent with their uh, production, and it's always the same each time. And I know what to expect. So, um, I, but I know you're talking about with edibles, you never know. So you yeah. just gotta get with a brand and stay with that brand because that brand stay consistent. They're very consistent nowadays, I think. Yeah, I used to go on Weed Maps and get my. Um, they had the Jolly Ranchers, like oh, yeah. jump offs. Mm-hmm. Those hard candies were the business, but that company that I trusted stopped making them. Then I was trying to find another one that I could get with, and they just weren't the same. Um, do you know many uh, of your former former like teammates and shit like that 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 use weed to help them with post playing sim- yeah. like shit like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Evan Britton was uh, just on the cover of uh, Culture magazine speaking about um, the effects of uh, THC marijuana and how it's helped them with the inflammation, soreness, uh, swelling of joints, pain management. Eugene Monroe is a big advocate. He's got a company out in Virginia, I believe. Uh, he's been working with a lot of uh, venture capitalist building companies and uh, venturing into that uh, green space. And um, I mean, it's, it's never ending. Brandon Lloyd, he's uh, involved with it heavily in, out in uh, Colorado. 
That's people, the homie people are very, right there. People are very smart about marijuana. Like, you know, during your, your playing days, and we're not uh, Josh Gording in it. You know, everybody doesn't <laughs> want to get fined. You know, you're responsible. You deal with the pain however they allow you to deal with it, which is the worst way to deal with the pain is opium, uh, opium dependency, those things like that. It's not really good. Um, funny thing, you could take Vicodin, but you can't uh, snort cocaine. That's weird. Yeah, it's dumb. You, you can't smoke a little CBD pen, but now you can because CBD got passed through the uh, com competition committee. So I think CBD is, is off the ban list, so you can actually use CBDs to help because they're starting to see that you know there's a lot of uh, flat coming from all these uh, NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories that people are taking, it's messing up their liver and kidneys. And uh, CBD is not showing any kind of uh, side effects where it's like degenerative uh, diseases inside of your body. So I mean, there's, there's a lot of research that's coming out now that's showing the benefits of it, and people got to wrap their head around the fact that weed is not going anywhere, and legalizing it just made it more legit that. You get less crime. I heard in, in Colorado they did a study about uh, how crime went down once the weed became legal. Yeah. So it's no longer a theory. That. It's really happening. You know what I'm saying? Productivity's not going down. I mean, schools are getting funded off of uh, uh, revenue from marijuana. I mean, there's so many side things that can happen from it. And side, good things, but you know, for so long we've been in the dark and thought it was bad, demonized people going to jail for 13 years for having two joints in their pocket. I mean, it's ridiculous. So what? So what you're saying, huh? It's like that. Serious. Hold on. And the Girl Scouts are making a killing right now. Oh yeah! Did you see? They're just—they're just posting up in front of the weed shops, and they're selling out their whole shit in about thirty minutes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now the funny thing is, the Girl Scouts would start selling inside of dispensaries <laughs> and infusing. I don't know. There's probably a little comic interest with kids involved with, but you know, you keep it to the the parents selling that that aspect of it. Yeah, you just took that to like a Showtime episode of like weeds, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer really balls, sell brownies, that yeah. shit. Yeah, sell the weed brownies. You really want to get it cracking? This is a bake sale, <laughs> quote unquote. And some fun yet, dog. <laughs> yeah, B. <laughs> this is Cali KO, and first off, they want you to shut up and sing, shut up and dance, shut up and do that jig, nigga. Um, but they can run their mouth all the motherfucking time. Yeah, I mean. I'm all for people speaking their mind, and it's a difference when you're uh, a celebrity and you speak about politics because people feel that you're using your celebrity as your scapegoat to just be 100% correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, fine, 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 fine. But what are you as a, um, a person on TV, a media person, you're not a politician, you're an entertainer. You're on TV speaking about what people are doing. You're just the guy that watches everybody. You're the recorder. You're the, you're this court stenographer. You're, you're not a lawyer. Hey, you're, you're, not a, you're not a lawyer or a judge. You're a court stenographer. You're just a doorman, doorman. <laughs> fucking doorman. <laughs> but yeah. This Laura Ingram shit, it, it bothers me because of the double standard. And I'm not even just talking race it's just a double standard people think that they can have an argument one way and then mm. not apply it the other way when it may Big go way. against their argument like if you want to sit there and and talk about shut up and dribble because you're just a basketball player and you don't know politics well you know the guy that's in office right now is a businessman that doesn't know politics and, and even though they may not have been well spoken in their delivery, which is what she was going to focus on in this particular argument. Yeah. Guess what? The person in office isn't so well spoken either. Don't take away from that the way that they approach the problem and make the way they approach the problem bigger than the actual problem that they are talking about. You're just trying to find a way to minimize these people and once again, make their word and their opinion not valid. 
And that's that's the part that sucks. So, and the only reason she's going in on them and the way she went in on them was because they're black. And because, most importantly, they just had a different opinion than her. Yeah. Instead of listening to them, she she had to go and, and, and try to bang on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not cool. And me saying try to bang on them if this got back to her would be so not well spoken. Ungrammatical. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'll take away from the fact that even without the, the race, let's say for all uh, intents and purposes, uh, playing the opposite side of it, um, if race had nothing to do with it, let's say this was uh, Birdman saying all this stuff, she would still have her same argument because her, like a lot of people, because I've gotten these comments on my Facebook, Instagram, when I post things that are political, People tell me, oh, you're just a football player. Oh, really? Well, you're just a doorman. Oh, you're just a janitor. That doesn't mean that because of what I do for a living discredits my ability to have an opinion. Because right. if I have an opinion, you have an opinion, I'm not telling you your opinion of me is wrong because it's your opinion. It, it is no right or wrong. It's your opinion. So if you don't like what I'm saying, you feel free not to follow me. But that doesn't mean because I have an opinion that means that I, I can't have one because I play football. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hundred millionaire playing basketball on LeBron James. I can't have an opinion about how the country's ran. That doesn't make any sense to me. Don't use what they do for a living as the crux of why they can't have an opinion or feel a certain way about something. Because everybody on TV, you're just an entertainer like I am. You see Nate Smith, you entertain on ESPN talking about what I do, which is even worse in my opinion, but whatever, I'm not going to discredit that. Right. You're just a court stenographer reporting what you hear happening in the courtroom. You're not a judge, you're not an attorney, you're not a prosecutor, you're not a defense attorney. You're a court stenographer. Really important job, but it doesn't mean that you have any say-so in the outcome of what's happening in that courtroom. Right. So the same thing with Trump. You're a businessman. doesn't mean that you're, because you're good at business, you're going to be good at politics. And we have to take your word for it because you're a good business person and people voted for you. It is what it is, but it's just that, that, like you were saying, should go both ways. Yes. If you're professional in this, doesn't mean you 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 can have an opinion and, and feel a certain way, but it doesn't make you right. It doesn't make you right, and it, and you don't get to you don't get to use that to discredit somebody when you're when you're not discrediting the person you're defending for ha for being in that same situation. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That just be consistent. I, I would say the same thing going back to going back to when uh, it was the campaign and, and everybody and the, during the election, I would say for everybody that's saying crooked Hillary and Hillary's a liar, I'm going Donald's a liar, too. And I'm not saying one's a better person yeah. than the other. Just acknowledge that they're both lying pieces of shit. I that's all I'm yeah. saying. Like, don't don't use that as your <laughs> argument. They're the same. Yeah, you everybody politics I mean? are liars. That's what your job <laughs> is supposed to do is lie. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's funny. Also, um. I don't like the fact that some people use the celebrity. This is where it's kind of people, people take a couple examples and they use that across the board for all celebrities. Certain celebrities just use a celebrity to influence other people with their opinion. You should never influence. You should speak how you feel and it should be based off the information you've gathered and what you've taken in and, and now you're giving an opinion about it. You shouldn't just blindly go out there and say things that don't have any uh, relevance or back, uh, you know, backstory. Because then that people can use that to say, oh, well, you're just a celebrity. You don't have no idea what you're talking about. So I think it's important for everybody as humans, no matter what you do for a living, celebrity, non-celebrity, to be informed before you make an opinion. That way you have evidence to back up how you feel. I agree with that. Something that Trump doesn't do. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> Something that a lot of celebrities doesn't do. Like when Kevin Durant said what he said about the country being uh, run incorrectly. He should have given evidence, hard, concrete evidence. That way, now, Lord, what you're going to say now? Because you can't refute what's happening. But, but in Kevin Durant's defense, 
and probably to the credit of the Fox producers, that was a podcast with them riding around in a car and oh, we yeah. saw 45 seconds yeah. of it. We don't know what he said. We didn't do exactly. our research and, and check out the whole video. Yeah. So he could have gave details. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just using that example. I agree, example, and I'm yeah. just saying they probably cut that to where they just gave yeah. enough of they sh- they showed enough of to create controversy for ratings. Yep, Stephen A. Smith is really good at giving information. Like he gives a lot of information about how he feels, why he feels that way. He's yes. really good at that. Shannon Sharp is really good at that as well. I agree. And there's certain there's certain uh, people that are um, broadcasters that actually give backstories of why they feel a certain way with evidence that backs it up. So it's like, okay, that's informed opinion. I agree. So yeah, the the shut up and dribble thing is it's just all to the bad. Yeah, man. It doesn't surprise me, and that's the point. It, it doesn't surprise When you have a lackluster life and you've done nothing with your life other than the small things that you think are great, you start to minimize everybody else and say, oh, well, you're a celebrity. You don't know anything. You just act or you just play football. Oh, I'm also a father. I'm a husband. I'm also a, a member of my uh, homeowners association. I'm a board member for the PTA. Like, there's other labels that go in there that are very important aspects of the community. So just to say all I do is play football or play basketball, that's just where the money comes from. You know what I mean? When I get home, I'm a family man. You know, I'm, I'm a neighbor. I helped my, my, my neighbor uh, put her tire on. It was a flat tire. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know how to put a flat tire on. I helped her. That's neighborly. That's things are things that go unnoticed. There's labels that you wear every day, has to be wear every day, that get just thrown off the board because, oh, you play football. You're, you don't know anything. You just play football. Oh, yeah. Well, I was a straight-A student, too. How are your kids? Huh? One's in jail. One's strung out. Get out of here. Yeah, what do you do with your life, parents? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of has to just get thrown away because oh you're a celebrity this is what you do for a living it's not who you are that's deep and that's real because what do you tell a professional wrestler you don't tell him shit it doesn't matter what your opinion is <laughs> know your role and shut your mouth yeah because they he... give you the ghetto blast in the back of the head like bad news <laughs> and the rock will get in the ring and do exactly what he does best, and that is layeth the smacketh down on your candy ass. This is the podcast of Calvin Reed and Kasim Osgood. We go by Calvin KO. Our podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you're listening to us on any other podcast platforms, Google, Apple, we appreciate you as well. There are a lot of people out there making podcasts, especially over here on Anchor, which is where we're a part of. And we've got some call-ins from some fellow anchor shows, and we want to play those, and we're going to start doing that more. So if you guys are out there listening and you want to promote your show, if you're listening to us, you want to comment on our show, feel free to do so. We're going to give you your time, and then you know, hopefully this builds a cool podcast relationship where we're calling in and doing shows together, things of that nature. All of that is good. Spreading the love is a beautiful thing. So we're going to play some calls right now. And then we'll come back and we'll do anchor shout outs. Hi there, this is Nathan from Nathan's Weather Podcast. I just wanted to invite you over to my station. You know, anytime that you wanted to check it out, it's about weather. It's a place for people to leave their weather forecasts. So you can call in anytime and leave your own weather forecasts. And I will put it on the weather station. It's a place to update people on weather to inform them on severe weather alerts and to forecast their weather and you know just to keep them updated but anyway you know thank you so much and you know have a wonderful day hey just wondering uh, if y'all heard about the uncle drew 
a movie that this this actually this movie uh, seems really cool since I'm a huge fan of basketball as well. It um it actually looks pretty nice. Like it looks like what I've seen from the trailer, uh, from like a teaser trailer or whatever. It seems like there's like a tournament going on and like people are making fun of Uncle Drew saying, "Do you really think you can win this?" So just wondering if y'all seen that. Shout out to the weather alert. We appreciate the call in. We appreciate you promoting your show and giving us another platform to find out the weather around the world. Um, I have an iPhone. There's an app for that. But if you guys are still like rocking a sidekick or a flip phone or got a pager of some sort, you know, make sure you hit up the weather alert and, and reach out to them. Learn what's going on around the world. Thanks again for the call in. And then Chris Clash, thanks for the call in. Of course, I'm, a, I'm I'm interested in checking out Uncle Drew. It looks funny. Between Kyrie and Shaq and Reggie Miller, I'm I'm all in. I'd rather see Uncle Drew than I would rather watch LeBron redo Space Jam. That's just me. So I'm hoping Uncle Drew is a far bigger success and it does well in the theater. Chris Clash, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Anybody else out there that got ha- that has call-ins or questions, feel free to hit us up. This is Cal and KO. We're brought to you by Anchor. Go download the app, Anchor FM, if you haven't done it already. I want to give a few more shout-outs to some people out there. Martha's Place. Uh, she has a podcast that does current events and inspiration. Rashad Radio, thank you for rocking with us. Smile or Snarl. Their show, Turn a Negative to a Positive. We appreciate you for rocking with us. Miss Mariana, Motivation and Edutainment. Sounds good. Thank you for rocking with us. Constant Podcast. Thank you for rocking with us as well. The Beat House Radio, Indie Hip Hop, Rap, R&B. If you guys are aspiring artists and you want to get your music out there, the Beat House Radio is the podcast you need to find. Positive Gaming Show. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for doing what you do. Grinds My Gears. That's the show about some real life shit right there. Unfiltered shit. Grinds My Gears. Go check them out and thank you for rocking with us. Fuel for Life. Motivation and Life Coaching. Hit them up. Thank you for rocking with us as well. And of course, some of the other regulars that we already know and love. The Far From Ordinary Podcast. Medicine Remixed, The Hook Boston, that's all things Boston, sports, news, whatever you want to know about Boston, if Cheers is a real bar, that's the show you want to go check out. And of course, The House Show, they're all things WWE Wrestling, The Mike Savage Show, thank you for rocking with us, Mike Savage refers to himself as the Black Howard Stern, and my question is, are you more like the Black Howard Stern or is... Howard Stern more just like a white nigga. Because, you know, that outlandishness and that brashness, you know, that ain't nothing new to our culture. Is he more on our side or are you more on his side? Just a question. That was me thinking out loud. Um, and that's the end of the anchor. Shout outs right there. Of course, Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor. I'll say it and I'll say it as many times as I need to to get it plugged into your head. Deuces. Ah!